0: Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Biden's being a pop of a pocket, a pocket
2: finds being an extremist. A lot of fed-up Americans were left dazed by the supposed resilience of the message of the Democratic Party.
0: We're the
3: United States of America. <laughs> No, I'm not joking. A Democratic
2: platform that said your increasing poverty doesn't exist.
0: But what they've done is they've taught people the word inflation, right? Most people who would have never used that word ever in their lives are using it now because they've been taught it.
2: Those machete attacks.
1: In Malibu, this homeless man was recently arrested after attacking a man with a machete.
2: Daylight, homicides, and subway rapes.
4: The attack was brutal. It was wicked, and the worst part is when the people were watching.
1: Well, they never happen. Kathy Hochul believes
0: that the only crimes that are being committed are these crimes with guns. And you you have people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Okay. Anyone
4: who commits a crime... Under our laws, especially with the change we made
2: to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important. We will make owning a home and retirement impossible for subsequent generations.
0: When I was born, the median price for a house was $108,900. Now it's $337,200. Even if you account for inflation, that's about a 45% increase in cost.
2: The overwhelming evidence of vaccine deaths and injuries are a figment of your conspiratorial imagination.
0: And we're here with a simple message. Get vaccinated. Update your vaccine, your COVID vaccine.
5: Uh, Something like one in a thousand people have died, Um, we don't know how many more will die. But we're into double figures of millions who've definitely been killed as a consequence of this policy. I've not been a religious person, but I'm absolutely clear in my mind the only people, the kind of planning and thinking it takes to have done what has happened are people who, who who would worship Satan. This
2: was the Democrats' message. What factors led to this train wreck of the corporatist district of criminals country club mirage of our constitutional republic? <laughs> Was there a generational factor? Gen Z, the 18-29 to age group, gave 28 points to the Democrats, swayed by the fear-mongering. Gen Z was more than happy to trade what's left of their future to their Marxist boomer counterparts who promised them student loan forgiveness and will now wag slavery in the form of universal basic income in their faces.
6: Have you thought about where this is heading? This is heading to you having no life. To you spending your income on needs rather than treats and desires because you won't have any spare money left for those. They don't view you like a human being these people. What we've got left is a government that's a middle management team for some higher power.
1: And I think ultimately we will have to have some kind of universal basic income.
6: Middle and working classes will be eroded and replaced with robots, AI and big corporations. And given a basic income, the old world is not coming back. A group of billionaires are deciding how the rest of the world should live and they have the ear of the government that claims to represent you.
2: The abortion factor saw 37 points go to the Democrats from unwed mothers. And did Trump's shadow loom too large over a Republican Party rising from his ashes? Or are these merely excuses to distract the CNN exit polls results that reveal that 75% of voters said the country is on the wrong track and an overwhelming majority are angry about inflation and the economy? Biden and company will now ramp up the threat on anyone with an unshakable gut feeling after they witnessed once again the blatant, antiquated, and openly rigged quote, incompetent, end quote, voting system.
1: So
7: you, you're uh, telling
3: me I should vote John Fetterman, I should vote Joshua Spiro? That, that'll the make... Democrats. All of them are the Democrats. You only got one against one. Project Veritas action
1: journalists were told who to vote for just mere feet outside a polling center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania today. This is referred to as electioneering. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
7: Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Journal I am your host Harrison Smith, thank you so much for being here with us We have a lot to talk about today We have a heck of a lot to talk about today We've got immigration news, we've got election results We've got the collapse of FTX to continue to dig in And see if we can't puzzle out all of the people involved in that Lots of videos to show you as well as the G20 summit takes place, as we speak, and I see a lot of people realizing – yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it, all right? Because people are realizing that there is an entire government of unelected bureaucrats that have supreme authority over the entire world. And they're starting to ask why that is. Who appointed these people? Why, why are Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab – to, you know, industrialists, academics, not politicians, not policy makers. Uh, but why are they being treated with the same respect and the same honor as leaders of the world? Like presidents and kings and queens and statesmen? It's like, well, you think they're being treated like presidents and statesmen? You think, you think Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab are being treated the same as president? Are you kidding me? Presidents don't aren't as treated as well as Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates. They don't have the authority that these unelected think tank operators have and you know the, the globalist government that they're running. So we'll get into that. I think we're gonna try to we're gonna try to just explain to people today the new world that's being created for them. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll get into it all. Don't worry, folks. There's plenty of news to come today, and uh, most of it just absolutely insane. <laughs> so stay tuned. It's pretty incredible. Uh, we'll begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for November 15th, 2022. Turkey rejects U.S. condolences over Istanbul attack. This is according to the interior minister. Turkey on Monday rejected U.S. condolences over the death of six people in a bomb attack in Istanbul that Ankara blamed on the outlawed uh, Kurdish militant group. President Recep Tayyip Erdogan often accuses Washington of supplying weapons to Kurdish fighters in northern Syria, deemed as terrorist by Ankara. I love the way, I love the, way the media reports stuff, don't you? President Erdogan often blames Washington for supplying weapons to Kurdish fighters. You cut to people in our government going, we must arm the Kurds more than we already are. We already are arming them and we must arm them more. It's like, but when it's reported, it's like Erdogan often claims that America is, yeah. Well, that's because we are. We are doing that. We are supplying those weapons. The contentious part or the subjective part of this is whether these people are terrorists or not but tell you what if you're being armed if you're in the middle east and you're being armed by america you're the terrorist okay just a simple little litmus test for you there are you in the region of the world known as the middle east or the near east or turkey are you being given weapons from america If you answered yes to both of those questions, you are, in fact, a terrorist. (laughs) You are, in fact, a a stool of an imperialist power that is using you in your own destruction. I hope we cleared that up. They say, we do not accept the U.S. Embassy's message of condolences. We reject it, Interior Minister Suleiman Solu said in a televised uh, comments. Pretty incredible. And we'll get into why that may be a little bit later. Pretty, pretty astonishing stuff for the leader of Turkey to – for America to say, hey, we're so sorry about that big bomb that went off. And they're just like, you know what? Shove it. Shove it, OK? Just incredible. Meanwhile, massive bloodbath in the tech world. It was actually announced today that Amazon would be firing – or laying off, rather, 10,000 people. That is just the latest in a – series of layoffs meta aka facebook has laid off 13% of its workforce 11,000 people twitter has laid off nearly 4,000 of their workforce 50% of their workforce hey and the guess what the website works fine hey the website works fine by the way They're totally unnecessary dead weight so good riddance to half of that company just incredible and we talked about this all the time i always would talk about like twitter twitter's not take a lot of Effort to run. The only thing to do at Twitter is censor people. The website just runs itself. I mean, you might have problems that need to get fixed every once in a while, but they're not coming out with crazy new updates every day, although they kind of are doing that now that Elon is in charge. But moving on, Intel, Snap have both laid off 20% of their workforce. Netflix has laid off 450 people. Robinhood has laid off 30% of their workforce. Stripe and Lyft have laid off 13% of their workforce. Salesforce. The evilest of the bunch has laid off 2,000. That's Mark Benioff's company. And, of course, Amazon has laid off 10,000. That's 120,000 layoffs. The 2000 to 2001.com layoffs were only around 107,000. Fourth quarter layoffs have just begun. A brutally cold tech winter is coming. I'd say learn to code, but... I don't know, learn to farm, I guess, learn to do something useful with your time, learn to actually contribute to society or don't or just go away, (laughs) whatever. As long as you're not doing what you were doing at those big tech companies, I'm fine with it. But I mean, that's crazy. That's that's unbelievable. 120,000 high paying tech jobs vanishing in just a couple of months That is pretty horrific when it comes to economic forecasts and what we can look forward to. So we'll get into that more a little bit later. We have more news about Jeff Bezos coming up. Quote, we are ready for peace, says President Zelensky in visit to liberated Kyrsten just days after FTX collapses. Totally unrelated. Don't even ask questions about that. Scenes of jubilation contrast with humanitarian problems and discovery of horrors under Russian occupation. So apparently Zelensky is ready for uh, peace talks apparently, which – great, great. No, that's great. That's so great. Um, There's not going to be peace anytime soon. We'll we'll get into this a little bit as well and talk about where things are at this point in – Ukraine, but I wonder if uh, now that Zelensky said that uh, they're ready for peace, you know, maybe, maybe he gets hit by a spare bomb. Maybe, maybe a drone finds him. Maybe they replace him with somebody not so willing to let this juicy suckling pig go. The globalists are still feasting, after all. That's probably the biggest story of the day: Arizona governor election. Katie Hobbs defeats GOP chall- uh, challenger Carrie Lake. Race may now go under recount under state law. And we'll get into this quite a bit in the next segment. I won't say too much about it right now. Let's just say this is the this is it. This is the new world order. This is the new way our our election process works. There's no need to campaign. There's no need to debate. There's no need to contest your ideas with another person. The strategy now is be appointed from on high, be chosen as the selected representative of an area, stay at home for the entire campaign season, and then just harvest ballots from known Democrat strongholds and rule the world. That's how it works. That's how it works from now on. I mean, it's pretty incredible. I bet I bet Carrie Lake feels pretty stupid now, huh? All that campaigning she did, all of those ads she made, I mean, all of that work she put into it, could just stay home the whole time. She just had to, you know, be the person that runs the elections in Arizona first. It's really mind-blowing, and we will get very into that. Our final story here, Pfizer and Moderna launched studies on their COVID vaccines to investigate any long-term side effects. Well, it's about time. I'd say it's about time. I'd say, you know, better late than never, I guess. You might as well get around to that. Mass murder, folks. It's mass murder on a global scale. We'll get into it. Stay tuned.
8: It's November 2022, and that means our historic biggest sale of the year is now live at infowarstore.com. Up to 60% off on our best-selling products when you use promo code 1776 or 1776 at checkout. Finally, back in stock, our super high-quality, organic-based multivitamin. Back in stock, massively discounted at infowarstore.com. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, incredible. Back in stock, massively discounted, InfoWarStore.com. Com. The vitamin C zinc, again, organic vitamin C, 1100% with the rose hips and zinc. This is the Linus pollen formula. You want it? Infowarstore.com. And the list goes on and on. DNA Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra, Super Mel Vitality, Physic Magnesium, all of it from 40 to 60% off when you use promo code 1776 at Infowarstore.com. You're insane. With all the stuff going on in this world, if you don't boost your immune system, plus it keeps us on air, a win win.
3: Alex, why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? In France, they can count all the paper ballots and they're done in a day. Why can't we do this here? The answer is fraud and corruption if we don't fix the system. It doesn't matter whether the Republican nominee is Donald Trump or Governor DeSanctimonious. They're going to deny us Michigan. They're going to deny us Pennsylvania. They're going to deny us Arizona. And I can't come to 270 electoral votes without any of those states where I believe there is an America a first majority in every single one of them. So we need to keep fighting for reform of the system. Tucker Carlson said this better last night than anything else. Communications are the reason why we didn't well. That's why Infowars.com is so damn important. That's why they're so desperate to take you off the air, Alex. People need to get behind Infowars. This alternative media that we work so hard to bring you is vitally important. We need more of this communications, not less.
1: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
7: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. A lot to cover today: politics, and the Great Reset, COVID nineteen, and crime and violence, and the war in Ukraine, and the big tech layoffs. And Dave Chappelle and the terrorist attack in Turkey. What a day. What a day we have for you here on American Journal. We thank you so much for being here. Remember, you go to InfoWarsStore.com to support absolutely everything that we do here. And we thank you so much for doing that, taking advantage of the Black Friday Comes Early sale. Biggest sale of the year, which is saying something, in a year of astonishing sales. Oh, it's a new sale? Oh, it's the Selling Out Mega Blowout sale. So for a while a lot of our products have been almost sold out we've been running low on a lot of them so i guess we're just clearing the uh, clearing the shelves at this point so hey good good news for you go take advantage of that the mega blowout sale selling out right now InfoWarsStore.com. and you know i don't know I, i'm i'm in i'm in two minds about everything obviously one week ago today, the election was actually held. We're just now still finding out the results of some of these elections. And on, on one hand, it's like you almost just feel foolish for every thinking that there could have been a red wave for falling for the media portrayal of this election as – Actually, reflecting the failure of Democrats over the last two years, I sort of feels stupid. It's like it's like just sort of a cold awakening. It's like being in a, in a really nice dream and then waking up to realize that you're in some shack somewhere, and you're like, "Oh right, I should have known. I should have known that was a dream." When I was eating well and I was warm and I was and everything was nice, I should have known that wasn't for me. No, we we wake up again in this world. Stark, starkly reminded that we don't – we're not going to have elections anymore. that That's a thing of the past. It's over. It almost doesn't matter at this point whether you can wake enough people up because we're moving beyond the time of actual citizen oversight over our government. But on the other hand, it's also a reminder that even as as obvious as these people are getting, as obvious as they're making their plans – people still don't get what's going on they still don't understand and i think maybe we should spend more time on this show just laying the groundwork cuz it 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 feels so tedious to sort of go over the same stuff time and time again but you know there's probably like i was try i was trying to do this breakdown in my head the other day yesterday there's probably 90% of the American population just has no idea. No idea what's going on, no idea about the global government, no idea about CBDCs or you know, tracking systems or surveillance or the lab leak of COVID. Like they just don't know. 90% of people no idea, couldn't care less. They're not voting on topics of state. They're not voting on foreign you know, policy. They're voting on abortion. They're voting on, hey, if I vote for this Party, I might get $10,000 off my student loan. They're voting on weed legalization, things that actually matter to them and don't matter to anybody else. So I think about 90% of America is that way. I, th- I feel like if you asked about 90% of Americans who Klaus Schwab was, they would have no idea. Wouldn't even know the first reference to him, just has no idea at all. They've never heard of stakeholder capitalism, they've never heard of the Great Reset, they've never heard of ESG scores. And if they have, they might be like, oh, yeah, that's like a thing that it's like environment something. Yeah, I know what that is. You know, just just don't know anything about it, 90%. I think about 5% know what's going on and sort of just think it, that there's nothing they can do. They just go, yeah, it's it's like that, but, you know, bah, well, too bad. You know, that's just what it's like. That's just what it's about. That's just what they're doing. You know, there's nothing we can do. We're just a human being after all. What are we supposed to do against those other human beings? <laughs> They're so much more powerful than us. We just have to let it happen. So I think about 5% like kind of knows what's going on and is just sort of thinking, let's let's just try to make make the most out of this. How can I turn this to my advantage? And they just cooperate with the system, trying to get something out of it for themselves. Again, sort of a short-term view type of existence. Then I think there's about 3% of people – Maybe it's not even as high as 3%, but maybe about 3% of people who are in charge, who actually know what's going on, are in favor of it, are participating in the system and understanding it completely. I think there's probably only about 2% of us. I think there's probably about 2% of the American population is awake, understands what's going on, and is actively trying to reverse it. And – I guess to, to put it simply, there needs to be more of us. <laughs> neither, we're, we're desperately lacking in numbers of people. And it's just because people don't realize. They just don't know what's happening. So, I mean, maybe we need to spend more time just sort of drilling down into like why, how this affects people's lives. Because I think that's a big issue is that if it doesn't affect people's lives, they really just don't care. And if it only affects their lives a little bit or it's the slow boil – you know, type of, of influence on your life where like, yeah, things are a little bit more expensive, but that's so complicated. And it's not, you know, you don't go bankrupt going to the grocery store. It's just, you know, you get tighten your belt a little bit. So you just a little, a little bit of impact in their daily lives, but not really that much. And maybe that, you know, maybe just making it selfish, like making the the messaging selfish and just go, just going, Hey, you know, it's not about humanity. It's not about destiny. It's not about you know, fighting this evil cabal—it's just like your life is going to get worse. Your life is going to get significantly worse in a number of different ways, and it's a—it's comp- compounding factors. So the worst things get in one area, the worst they're going to get in other areas that are going to be, you know, form a feedback loop, and it's nothing less than total, absolute subjugation and slavery that they have in store for us. But I don't know if people can wake up to it until, like, they're actually slaves. I-, I really don't know if these people have the ability or really, like, courage to actually understand what's going on. And I guess, it's cur- I guess it takes courage. I-, I don't get it. I really don't. I really don't understand the – I don't understand other people's lines. I don't understand the line that people draw where this is acceptable but this is not. Right. And a lot of it's just predisposed by media. And you can think about it like in in, in racial terms as a good example where I mean, you can literally just be like at a group of friends, like at a party, and everybody's talking. And you can just be like, "Yeah, I went to this. I went to this small town. Like, it was so white. Like, oh, there were so many white people." And everybody would be like, "Yes, yeah, white, yeah." But then if you're like, "Yeah, you know, I was doing this business conference, and it was just like full of Jews." And there's like, "Whoa, what did he just say? Did he just say that?" And then everybody like starts moving away, and like they get scared. It's like, "Well, what? Well, what? I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I thought I was saying the same thing." Like. And there's that with, with everything, right? If you talk about Jeff Bezos, you're like, Jeff Bezos, he's an evil scumbag that's using his money to, to try to rule the world, and, and we hate him. And we'll be like, yeah, Jeff Bezos sucks. He sucks. And then you're like, yeah, and also George Soros is doing that, and people are like, what? You're not one of those people, are you? One of those conspiracy theorists? It's like, where's the line? Where is the line where you're allowed to talk about something and you're okay with it and you're comfortable with it versus you have this, like, insane reaction? Because that's the thing. People are scared to talk about this. They're scared to recognize that our entire world is being taken over by a cabal of evil people. you got to stop being scared, people.
8: I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know if the truth about their globalist operations is exposed, it's game over. And all over the planet— Humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band Video or Infowars.com or NewsWars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfowarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts. At Infowars.com. And the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
1: You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
7: All right, welcome back, folks. We are just now starting to learn the results of the Arizona election. Gateway Pundit has a two actually massive compilations of voters in Arizona talking about the struggles they had just casting a vote in that state. Actual voter suppression taking place. Again, it's just – it's hard to wrap your mind around how inverted ev- everything is. All right, The Republicans want to pass voter integrity to simplify and assure the system. The Democrats stop them from doing that by claiming that what they're actually doing is trying to do voter suppression. And then because the election system isn't fixed – you get actual voter suppression. It's just everything is so so inverted. It's, it's kind of dizzying in a lot of ways. And We'll get into Arizona here in just a second, but I want to go to clip number 18 here. This is friend of the show, congressional candidate Joe Kent, providing an update on his race. Still a little bit too close to call. And you'll see what what he says here. Tulsi Gabbard was hosting Tucker Carlson's show last night and interviewed Joe Kent on it. Uh, So we'll get that update, then we'll report on some of the other conclusions that have arrived from the election last week. Just incredible. Here is uh, Joe Kent, clip number 18, giving an update on his contest there in uh, southeast Washington, southwest
6: Washington. Joe, it's good to see you. Tell us what's happening there in your district.
0: It's great to be with you, Tulsi. Thanks so much for having me. So right now, the race is very close, less than uh, about a percentage point. We're only down by about 3,200 votes. There's close to four or 5,000 that remain to even be counted. However, like you pointed out, there's about 9,000 bo- votes out there that need to be cured. That means people need to go to vote.wa.gov to check their ballot status. If it says that their ballot has been... Uh, contested. They need to go down to the county auditor's office and probably fix their signature or get a hold of me, Joe, at JoeKentForCongress.com, and we'll get a ballot curing team to them because we do all mail out ballots here. People have to uh, have their signature verified, and that's usually the primary issue. So I won't concede this race because we're still very much in the fight, but I also won't concede this race until every legal vote has been counted.
6: Joe, you, you mentioned that signatures are being examined. I'm just curious, Do they have signature experts as the ones who are examining this? Because I think it takes a long time for someone to become an expert in reading signatures. Who's actually doing this?
0: No, they have hardworking volunteers who I think make their, their best effort at matching a signature, but this is why it happens so frequently. So I had my ballot contested because of signature verification during the primary. I had to go back down to the county auditor's office and fix my, my own ballot. Now, the county auditors will make every effort to contact uh, people who've had their ballots contested. They'll send out a mailer, and this, in some cases, they'll call. But these are not experts, like you pointed out. And this is our, our one check because it's so easy to obtain a ballot here to vote. The signature verification is about it. But if people aren't diligent and go to vote.wa.gov and check the status of their ballot, their vote could be not even counted.
6: So, Joe, you've got thousands of people whose ballots have been contested or rejected at this point in time. How much time do they have? How much time are they given to actually go out and, and verify and make sure that their vote is counted?
0: Well, every minute really counts. So if people can get it done this week, that helps out a lot. But technically, the election isn't certified until the 28th. But this isn't something that people should wait on. Wow. Again, just go to Gov to check the status of your ballot. Thanks,
6: Joe. I think you've shined a light on something a lot of people have never heard of before. Uh, appreciate your time.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
7: So I, I don't know if um, I don't know if you've gotten this message yet, but. Uh, our voting system is utterly broken. It is so disjointed and discombobulated. I mean, it's just its just wild. It is just really crazy. I mean, you take a normal functioning system that we had for hundreds of years, and they just mess it up. They just bring in a bunch of new stuff that makes it significantly less safe, significantly less secure, significantly less – Like assured that your vote is actually counted in the way that's supposed to be for no benefit, no benefit. You know, a lot of times in the modern world, they replace a functioning system with a dysfunctional system, but they do it ostensibly for some beneficial reason. Right. I always think about the difference between. Just calling a pizza place and saying, I live here, give me pizza, click, and then paying in cash and just how simple that is. And they replace it with like, now you have to download our app. Now you have to make a password. Go check your email to confirm it's actually you. Now we have to order. And then it's just like, it, then the app doesn't work. And then you're, it's just, but ostensibly it's like, well, but you save time and people prefer not to talk to anybody and just do it. It seems like it'd be easier and the, you know, it seems like at the end of the day, once all the kinks get worked out, It'll be easier. It'll be a faster sort of system. At the end of the day, at least there's some benefit that you actually get with voting. It's just there is no benefit. It's just like it's like some new pizza company comes along. It's like instead of just taking phone calls to uh, you know order a pizza, we should only accept orders through carrier pigeon. We should like like messenger birds. Like maybe that'll be the way. Like people, if they want to order a pizza, they have to write it down. They have to download the cipher, and then they have to encode their Order and then write it out and then sign it and then we'll have uh, signature verifiers to cross-check their you know old checks they've written to make sure it, it is the right. Per- it's just like why, why? But what is the benefit? But for what reason are you changing things like this? And if there's not a an obvious reason, if it's not if it's not making it simpler and more effective and safer, then what is the real reason that they're doing this? Why would you want to make a system less safe? Why would you want to make a system of voting? Less secure? The answer, of course, because you want to cheat, because you want to take advantage of the lack of security from then on. But again, it's just baffling to me. It's just like it's so infuriating. I mean, he's right, you know, what he's saying, all right, you got now you gotta go to whatever gov and then make sure that your ballot got counted, because I guess they're all mail-in ballots. So they mail out all the ballots and it's just, it's all so stupid. It's so stupid. Here's an idea. How about on voting day, you go and you cast a ballot and it gets counted. Is this really that difficult? And of course, all of this is taking place because we're moving away from actually having a representative republic. We are mo- we are being forced away from actually having oversight and actually having a say over our governmental leadership. We are being herded away from our historical norm of actually having an informed and engaged populace that votes on their favored candidate to a more top-down sort of situation where the candidates are chosen by unaccountable, unelected foreigners who they get placed in positions of power by the world economic forum and their young leadership committee or whoever by the democratic party and they don't campaign they don't argue they don't make their points they don't have to stand on a platform they've been approved they have been appointed doesn't matter who they are doesn't matter if they even have a functional brain doesn't matter if they can even have a normal conversation let alone a debate you don't need debates anymore Katie Hobbs and Kerry Lake never debated. Carrie Lake wanted to. She made a big deal out of it, constantly calling for a debate. Katie Hobbs knew better. She knew that such things are unnecessary now. There's no point anymore of making your case to the American people, trying to contend two ideas, two different visions, trying to present yours as the favorable one in order to gain votes. That's not the way the world works anymore. You do favors for people more powerful and important than you and then they advance you along your career path it's a more imperial cursus honorum than open republic elections so we'll break down the Arizona election on the other side but just going into it just know this is this is the future of our electoral process as it were just by fiat from on high here's who you're getting gonna go vote for them and then they're going to win we already know because we don't actually count the votes The globalists are in an absolute
8: panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is Infowars because we know the globalists number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarstore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body.
5: One of the ways
7: that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the the cryptocurrency page, people can give you
4: in Bitcoin, yes? Yes. Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes.
1: As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and
7: Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun info wars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks
1: to your donations and your support at Infowarsstore.com, Infowars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset.
4: Give crypto fund Infowars.
1: Donate now, Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
7: All right, folks, welcome back. This is American Journal. Here's the, the headline, the latest. Out of Arizona, Arizona governor election. Katie Hobbs defeats GOP challenger Carrie Lake. Race may now go to recount under state law. Lake is a former TV news anchor who stepped down last year after 22 years with a Fox affiliate in Phoenix to run for governor. Thanks in part to her strong support for former President Donald Trump and his unproven claims, the 2020 election was stolen and rigged. Trump endorsed the heavily backed Lake as she narrowly won the GOP nomination over a candidate backed by Ducey. It's really, and again, this is this is sort of the this is sort of the dividing line, right? Carrie Lake highlighted her common sense conservatism as she centered her campaign on the issues of border security, homelessness, banning critical race theory in Arizona classrooms, support for school choice, and opposition to abortion. Hobbs gained national attention for defending Arizona's election results, which were, of course, some of the most suspicious of 2020. She stressed her support for protecting abortion rights during her campaign. And that's it. <laughs> right. That's that's what they got. That's their that's their platform. Wow, amazing. No, you're so right. Uh, she also emphasized her plan to work with law enforcement and border communities to beef up Arizona's border security with Mexico. And that's the funniest way of saying not do anything about the border. This is like uh I can't can't even think of a good example. It's like, who would you you trust more? You go, hey, our our border is getting crossed a lot illegally. It's not good. We have no say over who comes into our country or what they're bringing or anything of the sort. This This doesn't work. you got two candidates, and one's like, I will make this border secure. I'll shut down those crossings. And the other person's like, I will work with the relevant authorities in Arizona and Mexico to beef up and make sure that the crossings are made to be as beneficial to America as and it's like all right I'm hiring the first one you can shut up now i'm, I'm going to hire the person that promises to do the thing i need them to do not a bunch of weird weasel words we're going to work with border communities to beef up security with mexico okay or you could just shut the could just shut the border down you could do that have, uh, lake heavily criticized Hobbes for refusing to take part in gubernatorial debates Hobbes says that debating lake would result in giving a platform to conspiracy theorists. see this is the new world this is our new system we have saved democracy folks it's just it's not the democracy you thought it was this is the new this is the new strategy you don't debate ideas you don't debate your opponent you simply cast your Opponent as a dangerous conspiracy theorist for questioning you. As a terrorist for daring to support policies that you disagree with. You refuse to debate them. You make no appearances. You don't campaign. You don't actually have any positions that you take on any topics. You just rig the election. It really is as simple as that. I mean, could Hobbes really have been worse at debating than John Fetterman. John Fetterman actually tried to debate. Of course, that was an embarrassing, horrific failure that even the left was cringing and burying their heads about. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter because you don't have to be able to talk. You don't have to be able to hold a conversation to be elected to one of the highest offices in the land anymore. You just have to have that D next to your name. You just have to have that massive infrastructure of the democrat ballot harvesting operations working towards you and then you know, there's no need to actually discuss policy and actually inform the people as to how you're going to vote and again abortion is a major a major issue here and we'll, we'll talk about that because you know everybody who's anybody the gop old school and the, the MAGA Republicans, everybody's trying to dissect what happened last week. And they're realizing what a, what a big deal abortion is. And again, it's just, it's all about messaging. It's just about messaging. It's just about the utter failure of Republicans to capitalize on what should be underhand pitch home runs that they should be hitting. They can't, they just can't do it. Can't do it. Apparently. And we'll get into abortion a little bit later. Here's a story from post-millennial that might give a bit of a reason why Arizona is so strange. Well, first let's talk about why Arizona is so strange. You have results like this out of Arizona. So in Arizona, you mean to tell me that way more people voted for the Republican treasurer but not the Republican governor? Carrie Lake is a national figure at this point. Her name recognition is Through the Roof, and she also was uh, like the the number one news anchor in Arizona for two decades. Like Everybody knows who she is. Who has ever heard of Kimberly Yee? (laughs) And yet Kimberly Kimberly Yee, running for treasurer of Arizona, gets significantly more votes than Carrie Lake apparently. Hundreds of thousands more. How does that happen? I mean, honestly, how does that happen? It happens when you cheat. It happens when you have pre-filled out ballots. It happens when one party is trying to steal one seat, and so that's what they focus on. See, they wanted to hold the governorship, so that's where they cheated. They didn't bother with the down-ballot races, but now we have this massive inconsistency where the down-ballot races that – are significantly less important, and if you're going to go vote, some people just don't even vote for the downbound, They just don't know the names. They're just like, well, I'm going to vote for the person I know I want to be governor and congressman and senator, but I'm not going to worry about treasurer or you know, land commissioner or anything like that. I don't, I don't know what those are, and I don't care. So how in the world does the Republican candidate for treasurer outdo Carrie Lake? You want to know the craziest thing, too? What? That
9: when you use these, uh, a lot of these voting machines, there is an option when you, before you make all of your individual choices. To just do straight party. Yeah, you can just do straight party. Yeah. So, it, I mean, the fact, this is very, very fishy.
7: Yeah, well, it's the same, it's the same thing that happened in 2020, right? There were a, There were a lot of races in 2020 that were that same thing, where Joe Biden somehow won while everybody else in the state who got elected was Republican as if you've got a bunch of Republicans going straight ballot ticket, Republican, except all, except for the most important position. I'll give that to a Democrat. It just makes no sense. Mathematically, it is inconsistent. John Cardio on Twitter makes this point. Something is very wrong in in Arizona. It makes no mathematical sense that the GOP state treasurer won by a quarter million votes, but Kerry Lake and Abba Hameda are still behind no sense no sense whatsoever you also have this how red was arizona in 2022 this is a tweet by kyle becker gop beat dims in house races by six percent the gop took six out of nine of the house seats they flipped two of those seats from democrat holders gop took 16 out of the 28 state state senate seats ye the treasurer outperformed lake by five percent masters by nine percent hobbs the Democrat takes governor, and Kelly, a Democrat, takes senator. Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. There is no sense to be made here. It's a fraud. And the numbers you know, prove it out yet again. It just goes to show you that Kerry Lake was right the entire time. This should have been a major issue for everybody in Arizona. Just the News has the story. GOP nears House majority with two races called in Arizona. A Monday night vote dump from Arizona. A Monday night vote dump. What? A Monday night vote dump? The election is on Tuesday. So six days later, on Monday night, there's a vote dump? What? <laughs> just what? Just, does this make sense to anybody? Anybody out there just going, oh, yeah, know, yeah, it makes sense. took six days to get the votes in, to dump them. We just we don't have an electoral system anymore. We don't. We have a we have a we have a set of rules for people to exploit and take advantage of. But just utterly wild. So we may have the majority in the House very narrowly. Looks like Lauren Boebert is hanging on slightly more than a thousand vote lead. Should Williams in um, New York? He's got a 4,000-vote lead right now. If they both win their seats, the GOP would need to win just two of five California races, which they currently enjoy leads in the House, barring any unexpected leader flips of the nine uncalled contests currently favoring Democrats. The final result, regardless of which party wins the House, is likely to be one of the narrowest narrowest margins of control in the history of the lower chamber. Here's one reason – This may have happened. Maricopa County election officials launched a PAC in 2021 to stop MAGA candidates. It's been revealed that the embattled Maricopa County recorder, Stephen Richer, and Supervisor Bill Gates in 2020 started a political action committee to stop MAGA candidates. Wow, they did it, and they run our elections.
3: Alex, why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? In France, they can count all the paper ballots and they're done in a day. Why can't we do this here? The answer is fraud and corruption if we don't fix the system. It doesn't matter whether the Republican nominee is Donald Trump or Governor DeSanctimonious. They're going to deny us Michigan. They're going to deny us Pennsylvania. They're going to deny us Arizona. And I can't come to 270 electoral votes without any of those states. I believe there is an America first majority in every single one of them. So we need to keep fighting for reform of the system. Tucker Carlson said this better last night than anything else. Communications are the reason why we didn't well. That's why Infowars.com is so damn important. That's why they're so desperate to take you off the air, Alex. People need to get behind Infowars. This alternative media that we work so hard to bring you is vitally important. We need more of this communications, not less. You're watching
1: the American Journal with your host Harrison Smith. Watch live
7: right now at band.video All right, Welcome back folks. Yes voter suppression is on by using a tactic of strategic incompetence God knows how many people thousands, I don't know, hundreds, tens of thousands who knows how many people in Arizona have been unable to cast their vote Again, just unacceptable whether it's on purpose or by accident it almost just necessitates a a redo when you mess up that much on on election day it's pretty unacceptable gateway pundit has put together an extensive two actually extensive compilations the first one just the first one is 30 minutes long we'll just play the first five minutes of this it's called and you can find it again at gateway pundit exclusive arizona voters speak out on election day debacle here's the first couple minutes of that
4: My name is Steve Handelin. At 5.30 in the morning on November 11, I was number nine in line at the Anthem Outlet Center for voting. At six when it opened, we were admitted. I got a ballot and I voted, and when I went to put it in the tabulator, to my great surprise, what I found was a line of 20 or more people waiting to put their ballots in the tabulator. One of the tabulators was broken, and the other tabulator kept rejecting everyone's votes. As a consequence, everyone who was outside of the voting area was not allowed in because there wasn't room for that many people. We were given a choice, they would take your uh, ballot and put it in a box for later, or they would mark it as no good, and you could get a new ballot and try it again in the voting machine, in the tabulator. I did the latter, and I was lucky. Mine got through my second vote, but I saw a lot of people whose second and third votes did not get through, and when I left, there were still probably a block and a half or two blocks of people waiting in line at 7 15 in the morning two hours we, if this process took you two hours that's it i'm done
1: we voted on election day
2: at the tear free council chambers worker gave us a pen when we took the top off it was a felt tip type pen we are making a hava title three complaint
3: Very well. Hi, my name is Julie Jones. I voted at St. Andrew's Church at 31st Avenue in Cholla. Um When I went to put my ballot inside the feeder machine, it just kept cycling through. It did take my vote, but it never did a confirmation and allowed me to to okay it.
10: Kevin Bembry. I um, live at I-17 in Union Hills Drive. I... Um, went to the uh, voting uh, polling station at Deer Valley, the Deer Valley School District Office, which is uh, the 101 in 15th Avenue. I arrived there, and uh, they were said that the uh, tabulating machines were down, but the poll worker proceeded to give me addresses, which were way out, which seemed like they were way out of the way, uh, which was kind of odd to me. Um, it almost sounded like she was trying to dissuade me from voting. But so as I was circling the addresses and prepared to go to some of those addresses, uh, I looked at address an address that was at Seventh Avenue and the 101, which is a, a church. And so I got to that address and I was able to vote. No waiting, no misreads, in the tabulation machine nothing. So it all worked out. So, but
4: it i've never had that happen before so right. thank you hi this is sam savastano I'm sending a message regarding my experience um at the voting pools i went to the deer Valley airport and when upon arrival you know none of the machines were were reading very well uh, there was there must have been 30 40 people deep in the lines So I um, ended up asking how I could expedite my experience But being there because the readers weren't working. And one of the workers had indicated that the printer may not have been printing properly, which uh, affected the reading. So um, she had assured me that I...
1: to the American journal with your host Harrison Smith watching live right now at band.
7: welcome back ladies and gentlemen second hour of American journal has begun Can we bring up the infowars store really quick we've got a new sale going on at infowars store it just started today I haven't even gotten to see what is on sale quite yet so let's learn together shall we it's the selling out mega blowout sale up to 60% off. I know a lot of these products are selling out. We've been low on DNA Force Plus and Vitamin Mineral Fusion for a while. I'm surprised I'd be surprised if we yeah, we only have the Vitamin D3 gummies and the Vitamin C plus zinc, but I think the Whole Food Multivitamin may have sold out at this point. We're getting 50% off DNA Force Plus, 50% off things like Body Ease, Brain Force Ultra, Vitamin C plus Zinc, Survival Shield, X3, Super Male Vitality. Massive discounts on all of these products only at com And yeah, a lot of these products have already sold out. A lot of them are selling out. So if you've ever wanted to get any of these products and you want to get it for the best price you possibly can, now is the time. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today and get them before they're gone. DNA Force Plus is really one of those products that – People won't shut up about. <laughs> they start taking it, and like they have to tell everybody. They have to let everybody know how good this uh, this thing is. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. People uh, people really like it, and they want to spread the word, and that's how we stay in business. So we're here for it. So we spent the first hour talking about the – well, the true death of democracy. Just, just pretty – Pretty typical, isn't it? That the the Democrats' only argument for this entire election cycle was "vote for us or democracy dies," vote for us or the terrorists win, and that was their argument, honestly. And people people fell for that. Can you believe it? I don't even know. I don't even know if I believe it. We know the economy is on fire, but you should still vote for us. Well, the economy, the border, the crime rates, the war in Ukraine, the COVID response. The, I mean, it goes on and on. None of that matters I guess because vote for us or democracy's dead.
9: You look at the liberal media and it went from orange man bad to orange man still bad.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Orange man bad to orange man terrorist. Orange man existential threat to democracy. And then of course what we see play out is the actual death of democracy is the actual transfiguration from a place where the people have say over who runs their government to just a industrialized systematic ceremony to drape the you know facade of legitimacy upon their chosen representatives. Not your chosen representatives, not the people's chosen representatives, but you know, whoever. Klaus Schwab some foreigner, you know, some banker, who knows. So you know, maybe instead of squabbling or complaining about the lack of legitimate elections here in America, we can zoom out a little bit and realize that as we speak, the real world government is meeting in Indonesia, I think. Ezra Levant says this on Twitter Why are Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates At the G20 summit Why are they participants at the same level As leaders of sovereign countries Why is that Why are these people being Treated like they Are heads of state Nobody voted for them Nobody elected them Nobody even appointed them That's the crazy part well, it's a, it's a new form of feudalism. That's what's happening. It's just feudalism without any of the good parts of feudalism. Right? It sucks so hard. It's It really sucks, the world that we're entering into. It really is the worst people in the entire world. Just full-on, aggressive, ambitious tyrants solidifying their absolute control. It really is that. Insane. You know it's not that hard to figure out how it got to this point, because all you have to do is just, just, just play a little, little mind game, right? How do you prevent that from happening? I mean, it seems inevitable. It seems inevitable that the most ambitious, the most ruthless, the most vicious, and willing to cut corners, the most exploitative people would get to the top of a free system because that's just how it works. You just get rewarded for things like that, for, for ambition and, and cutthroat tactics and that sort of stuff. That makes sense. So why is it like so much worse now? And if you just want to play the speculation game, of the hypothetical, how would you prevent that from happening? Well, you prevent it from happening by having good people with power having people who don't want power for their own sake, but rather have honor and are happy to wield the power that they have for the benefit of all rather than just themselves. So we used to have that. We did have that. It was called the Republican system. It was called the United States of America. There was actually a time when you know you could actually trust your – Authorities to to do the right thing. And then slowly over time, it was like the more powerful positions obviously got co-opted first. But at this point, it's gone down the line now to where even the most local, unimportant positions are filled with people who are just completely corrupt. It kind of makes sense to have a congressman or a senator who – you know, the stroke of a pen can flood a million dollars this way or a billion dollars that way. Like, yeah, that, that position is going to be coveted. It's very powerful. You're going to have ambitious people want to fill that position and, and use it. But now it's like the county commissioner. It's just like selling off political favors. It's just, it's so corrupt down to the down to the cellular level at this point. But it all comes from the top. It all comes from, you know, the, the elites in this country, the leadership, the, the eye at the top of the pyramid, if you will, they they set the pace for everybody else underneath. So, I mean, it's a good question. James Melville has the same on Twitter saying no one voted for Klaus Schwab or Bill Gates to have an influence over government. Absolutely no one. So why do they? Because their money? Klaus Schwab doesn't have a lot of money. I mean, sure, he, his dad owned a major business that – Became very large uh, under Nazi Germany by using um, Jewish slave labor, but that's beside the point. It's it's more of his position in the Illuminati, I guess if you want to call it. I mean he was handpicked by Henry Kissinger to be at the head of this global government corporate cabal. That's where he is. I wouldn't even say he was appointed by Henry Kissinger. It's more of just a self-appointment. Sort of thing. So the way that you combat that is by voting into office people who will use the power that you do entrust them with to fight back against the people who are taking the power for themselves. People like Jeff Bezos, people like Bill Gates, people like Klaus Schwab, they'll just do what they can get away with. They'll do what you let them do. And so if you don't have authorities with a backbone, if you don't have a civilization with a backbone then they're going to take advantage of you they're going to put themselves at the top spot then they're going to use the power at that top spot to assure that their position is unassailable and that they'll be there forever and that they benefit to a maximum degree from being in that position and they'll justify it in their own minds as saying well you know i'm i'm really the one suffering here i'm really the one serving i have to be at the top i have to be at this top position i have to coordinate everything it's i'm so important you couldn't handle it down there you little people and so if you spend several decades wearing down the american people demoralizing the american people deracinate and bastardize the american people then the american people aren't strong they can't vote for anybody who's strong you can't put anybody in positions of power who have strength and morals and so the immoral people who are ambitious and conniving take over and run the world And they're doing it right now. And they're meeting. And we'll show you the clips on the other side. They're telling you.
8: The biggest sale of 2022 at InfoWarsStore.com is about to end. All our products are marked down at least 40 to 50%. But with promo code 1776, get an additional 10% off and double Patriot points. That's 60% off and 10% off on your next order as well. You cannot beat the deal. Plus, we've got incredible products like Vitamin Mineral Fusion, X3, DNA Force Plus, the list goes on and on. And these products aren't just amazing, they also fund the tip of the spear in the fight against the New World Order. So I want to thank you all for your previous support, and I want to encourage you now to take advantage of the best deals of 2022 at InfowarStore.com with promo code 1776. Get up to 60% off, and it keeps us on the air and it boosts your immune system and so much more. Take action now.
4: Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency?
7: Okay. Because one of the ways that you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right?
8: Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement
1: just
2: there?
8: Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money.
2: Alright. This is it. Give crypto
7: fun info wars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight.
5: Your advertisement
7: for your cryptocurrency
8: page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I I mean I hope whoever the big whales are that'll give us money before we keep doing it.
0: We'll just keep, we'll just keep.
7: Into money as you're
4: in this courtroom.
0: What All, edge, All right, let's move on. Running. And people care about the First Amendment.
4: You're
1: listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
7: back ladies and gentlemen I'm still just kind of struggling at how we how we expand the percentage of the population that actually understands what's going on and cares about it enough to stand up against it. I mean I, I, that's the whole point of Infowars right? That's the reason why we exist is to fulfill that mission but at a certain point it's like you can you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink you can show people what's going on but if they just don't care if they just feel powerless you know i think about the story i told a while ago of my dad going up to the pastor at his church and saying you know there's all this horrible stuff going on you should you should speak out against it this was following uh, a pastor of one of the largest churches in Houston Going off on a, you know, interrupting his sermon to read off like crime stat stats in Houston and and basically making a political point to vote out people who are soft on crime since it's obviously the reason why things are going getting out of control. And the the preacher said to my dad, "Yeah, but what are we supposed to? What are Christians supposed to do about that? What power do we have?" It's like. I don't know, we're only the majority of the population Like what type of way to think of it? It's self-defeating Like how are you ever going to win If that's your mindset If that's your mindset, then you're right right? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy If you sit there going, yeah, we're just We're not powerful enough and we can't do anything So better not try Right? Might as well be a QAnon follower at that point Well, we're not We can't do anything, we just have to sit by and watch We just get our popcorn and watch No, no, you don't have to watch. You can be involved. That's the beauty of the American system. You can actually make a difference. Every single person listing my voice right now has the potential to flip a seat, to take over a city council, to make a massive difference in your life and the lives of everybody around you, everybody in the nation even. But you have to want to. You have to care about what's going on. And you have to realize that you have the potential to change it because if you if you just if – you, if you think you're powerless, then you're powerless. And so that's what they've done a, a very, very good job of doing. The media and their corporate masters have done a very, very, very good job, and this is the key to their success, in doing two things. One, making people believe that what's happening is just inevitable, that – there are no decisions being made. They're just reactions to natural circumstances and that they're being made by professionals that are doing their best and love you. And it's best for you just to, to shut up and accept whatever they do. And of course, that was the big messaging of COVID for the entire pandemic, right? Shut up and listen to the experts. All the experts were wrong about everything and they admit that now, but that doesn't change their mindset. Of, the
9: country has Stockholm syndrome.
7: Yeah it's, yeah, it's like a form of Stockholm syndrome, you could say. But the other side of what the media and their corporate masters have done, is painted these people in the best possible light. Now, they've done nothing to deserve it, but I've seen polls, recent polls, that say the most admired billionaire in America is George Soros. I mean, that's the power of PR, folks. That's the power of having things like the ADL carrying water for you continuously. He literally looks like Emperor Palpatine. Like, how he could is, you like that guy? No, he's literally like revolting and everything he does is horrific. And even if you agree with his mindset and his ideology, it should still disturb, disturb you that this multi-multi-billionaire from a foreign country who is an unrepentant Nazi collaborator has a habit of spending hundreds of millions of dollars every two years to sway your entire electoral process. Like how are you okay with this? What have these people done for you to trust them or for you to think that they have even the slightest care about your best interest? What have they done to earn your trust? Absolutely nothing. And yet people trust them. So, you know, at a certain point, <laughs> he literally, he's like, it's crazy. It really is beyond anything we could have possibly imagined.
9: He's like one of those people that you want to smile at, but you can't look him in the eyes. Well, it's just... We all know who I'm talking about.
7: It just makes me think of like, again, like dystopian film and stuff. You'd always had some sort of like young charismatic leader that everybody would get behind. Like these people are so successful. They have a literal Emperor Palpatine gremlin man with the most stereotypical diabolical evil Mastermind accent you could ever imagine. I mean, it, it, they're they're parodies of themselves, and yet like he's a great man. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm against judging books by their covers,
9: but seriously, I mean, it's metaphysical. Yeah, you know, like, uh, he's uh, so evil yeah, yeah. that his body has started projecting itself.
7: Yeah, there's it's like that roll doll thing where it's like people can be ugly on the outside, but if they're Beautiful on the inside, it it comes out. But people who are ugly on the inside, it like warps them somehow. They all look like worms. They all look like gremlins and worms. It's very weird. From insidepaper.com Amazon founder Bezos says he will donate most of his fortune to charity. Well, what a great man. What a giving and loving man, I'm sure. Now, meanwhile, Amazon's just fired 10,000 people. And Jeff Bezos is sending his girlfriend to space for a couple billion dollars. So, you know, his priorities, not exactly your priorities. Like, I wonder, like, when people read this, there's no way they just accept it, right? There no, there's no way people read this and go, huh, Jeff Bezos is giving $124 billion to charity? That's amazing. What a great man. $124 billion. Do you think there will be one positive outcome from that money? If you gave me a, a million dollars, I could change the lives of 100 kids, right? I like could found a school that could permanently alter their course in life to a positive direction for like a million bucks. Now imagine that times a 1,000 times 124. What do you think you could do? What, what could you do with $124 billion? What change in the world could you make? What change in the world is Jeff Bezos going to make? And does anybody even act like this is anything other than just hiding his money in, in charities to maximize his influence and sort of offshore or you know give over to somebody else the influence that he wants to peddle? it's a little different if you have uh, Jeff Bezos giving a million dollars to a candidate so first you launder it through some benign sounding ngo he'll make some ngo that's like the the universal unity coalition and it's just Jeff Bezos just giving money to people i mean it's just i mean nobody falls for this right nobody actually thinks that Jeff Bezos is like building orphanages he's not building libraries he's not building parks for people to enjoy He's not helping anybody do anything. They pour money into their own non-governmental organizations to impact the course of nations and the course of the world to their own end. They don't help anybody. Nobody benefits from this. He's not giving anything away to charity. He's hiding it in charities to maximize the effectiveness and minimize his taxes. Nobody falls for this, right? We'll open up the phone lines. Does anybody fall for these headlines? The
8: globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is Infowars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at infowarstore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
1: You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
7: Welcome back, folks. Again, I really ask, and we'll open up the phone lines for this, 1-877-789-2539, one 789 2539 For $124 billion, what would you do? I mean, we did it with George Soros years ago. It might still be on band.video. Video. Michael Zimmerman was hosting the show one day, and I came in and did a presentation. Just talking about what you could buy with... I think at the time it was eighteen billion dollars. I believe George Soros had donated eighteen billion dollars to Democrats. And it was reported in the New York Times, and so I just went through and I just I just added up things. You know, how much does a space shuttle cost? That's a billion there. How much does and and it was unimaginable how much you could buy with just eighteen billion dollars. It was like every castle that's on the market in Europe, you could buy it. It's like $2 bucks. You could buy entire island chains in the Caribbean plus a space shuttle, plus every castle in Europe, plus you could feed and and house every homeless person in America for 10 years, plus this, plus this, plus. It was just like – it just went on and on and on. It's unimaginable, this amount of money.
9: Yeah, but if you buy all that stuff, then you can't
7: subvert the elections in the United States. (laughs) right. That's what they're spending their money on instead, subverting the elections in the United States. And that's the thing. So what would you do with $124 billion? I mean, it's almost like it's just – it's like mind-boggling, that amount of money and what you could do. I could could save entire species from extinction. I bet for $10 billion, you could set up a system to guarantee – that the, the you know, most endangered species in the world flourished for the next 100 years. They're not going to do that, though, right? They're not going to do any of that, right? I mean, how much do you think it would cost? You buy a big swath of land somewhere in Africa, dirt cheap, right? Some safari area of just tens of thousands of acres. You pay, you know, an entire contingent of rangers very well to just continually patrol and stop poaching, and that's it. That's all you really need to do, and then they'll thrive. I mean, poaching is out of control in Africa right now. Nobody's doing anything to stop it. The only people that are actually stopping it are the hunters, who pay exorbitant amounts. That then goes towards the preservation of these animals. But like, you know, I don't. Maybe maybe that's a good uh, a good legacy to leave behind. Right? African elephants exist because of me. That'd be pretty cool. He's not going to do that. You could buy entire swaths of the rainforest. Again, same thing. I mean, how much, would, how much would it cost? You know, a battalion of, let's say, 100 rangers. You know, decked out helicopters, jeeps, all that sort of stuff. Just to keep out poachers, keep out, you know, oil executives, whatever. You could buy tens of thousands of acres of pristine wildlife and just assure that it's never touched by human hands for the rest of the time. He's not going to do that. Now they're not going to do any of this stuff. You could commission entire fleets of ships to just go around all day, every day, scooping up trash from the ocean. Be more effective than any of the campaigns they currently have to save the world from climate change. But they're not going to do any of that. No, because they're not actually doing any charity. They're not actually helping anybody. They are influencing people. They're influencing countries. They're influencing the globe. And also, all of these people are in a death cult. And no, I'm not joking. Hey guys, I just saw Wall Street Silver on Twitter. Just posted a video of Klaus Schwab giving his speech to... The G20. Because Klaus Schwab is giving a speech to G20, by the way. If we can pull that, we'll look at that here in a second. So the story from Inside Paper says, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has for the first time said he'll give away most of his $124 billion fortune to charity, but warned that doing so effectively will be hard. I mean, there's only so many transgender children's hospitals you can build, you know? You know what I mean? There's only so many, like socialist vandals that you can sponsor at a certain point you just too much money the pledge matches similar commitments by some of the world's richest people including bill and melinda gates elon musk and others the giving pledge is an initiative created in 2010 by the gates and warren buffett by gates and warren buffett who that has the world's richest people commit to giving the majority of their wealth to charitable causes I don't know if you know this, but in the early 2000s, maybe late 90s, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett actually combined both of their fortunes into this fund to, to influence the world. Now, back before it was called the Mil- uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, it was called something else. Let's go to clip 19 here where before the probably well-advised name change, this is what the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was known as, clip 19. With a mission to help de- developing countries. Yeah, that was the original name of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Initiative for Population Control. Good people, right? Good guys. Let's go now to clip number three. This video's been around for a little bit, but again, this is the way these people think. This is the mindset of these people. Imagine the type of soul that is willing to get up in front of a stage, in front of cameras, and say something like this. Clip number three here. Bill Gates discussing his idea of death panels.
4: He's ...making because of very, very high medical costs and a lack of willingness to say, you know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better not to lay off the, those 10 teachers and to make that trade-off in medical costs? But that's called the death panel, uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion.
7: You're not supposed to have that discussion, I mean, do you really need to keep living? It's so expensive
9: by the way we uh we did a little digging into the m a i d um the assisted suicide and um you know we were talking about all the uh millions of dollars that were saved over roughly about six and a half thousand. Assisted suicides in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, the parliamentary there was a parliamentary report on uh, Bill C seven, which is uh, an, uh, essentially the uh, the made bill, mm-hmm. and they say uh, negligible savings from assisted uh, from assisted suicide. That's the conclusion of the report, <laughs> and the uh, the report itself is named Cost Estimate for Bill C seven Medical Assistance in Dying. They don't even think they're saving that
7: much money. I just want to kill you. Yeah, it's like, wait, we're not even saving money killing these people? Oh, well, keep doing it, right? Who cares? Even the article that we read that said it would save money, it was like, it'll save $70 million. So you kill 7,000 people almost. You save $70 million, and then, you know, I'm sure Canada is just like, and then we gave $70 billion worth of missiles to Ukraine. Kill seven thousand like we, we do we need to do the math. We need to figure out how much a, a single life is worth in, in Canada. See how many missiles we could afford for Ukraine. The number of people that we kill. Bezos previously pledged ten billion dollars to set up the Bezos Earth Fund, which he launched in twenty twenty to help fight climate change and preserve wildlife. Yay. We're fighting climate change. I mean, sure, for the first time ever in human history, microplastics have been found in freshly fallen snow in Antarctica and the Arctic Circle and also in human breast milk and also in cow breast milk. So, you know, the entire earth is being poisoned and nothing's being done about that. And Amazon offshores all of its manufacturing to China, which has no environmental controls and is the single largest source of pollution in the entire world. Uh, But don't think about any of the inconsistencies. Just know that when Jeff Bezos gives $10 billion to some organization to get political influence, you just call that fighting climate change, and all the sheep go along with you. Recalls on the other side.
8: It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. And it's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to PatriotCollectables.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your brain force plus. You forget to take DNA force plus. You forget to take the X3 and you know it makes your life better and you know it makes you healthier and you constantly forget and when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away, plus it funds our operation. We've got the biggest settle of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfowarStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
7: Folks, welcome back. We're going to go to your phone calls shortly here. But the G20 is going on right now, and they're uh, letting everybody know what their plan is. They're telling you exactly what they intend to do. It's up to you whether you listen or not. It's up to you whether you trust these people who have done nothing to ever earn your trust ever in their lives. They're the most ruthless, diabolical tyrants the world's ever seen. And they're letting everybody know, this is how confident they are. Of course, we've been calling this out forever. I want to go first to clip number 12 here. This is video probably from 2020. You don't think so? Oh, it's from, oh, it was just from a couple months ago. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, I knew it was after, um, I knew it was after the COVID pandemic had started but these are just the types of things that alex used to do a lot more of has done them in a while so i assumed it was a little bit older but regardless this is alex jones doing a, a live broadcast out of parks so the quality is not the best but just listen to what he says and then we'll play a video that confirms literally everything he's saying let's watch
8: analysis global is now pushing de-globalization to usher in the Great Reset. What did I tell you a thousand plus times on air from their own battle plans decades ago they would do? everybody globalized where not any nation on Earth is not independent from the other, where we're all dependent on each other with global corporations controlling all the key resources and all the transportation and all the uh, energy. Then they pull the rug out from under everybody, cut off the resources using a plague that they said they would do in Operation Lockstep in 2011, Then things collapse, then the third world disintegrates, they flood us, we collapse, and then there's just decades of depopulation and war, and then the globalists have a few city-state systems in every continent that are armored with walls and high-tech control that the elites live in, like Hunger Games, that's based on their real plans, and then we live outside of those systems. That's in my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. I explain that once they collapse things, they will live in their high-tech cities, with all the resources, all the control, we will live outside, and all there will be is like robots and basic slave systems for the humans to even survive. That's in my film, In Game, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, free online, made 2007. How did I know that then? Because it's the plan, and now they've announced it. They say the age of globalization is over. Globalization means you can fly here, go there, eat Kiwis, you know, from New Zealand three days after they're picked in Texas. And that's a citizen of the world and is open and fun and great. And I'm not against that. I want resources to travel and us uh, be an open, free world. They want a global corporate system that controls the world to then cut the world off and isolate us and ban air travel for the average person or, or owning a car for the average person or air conditioners for the average person because it has a bad carbon footprint. It's called feudalism. And feudalism is the most ancient form of government. It's the most popular form of government. In history, and by the most popular, not with the people, but the most common form because elites set it up to make you poor, to make you controllable so they can dominate and run your life. Cut off your resources to get full control, to carry out depopulation. That's what we're fighting.
7: And, of course, we saw this play out in COVID, you know, to, to a massive degree. He's right. It's neo-feudalism, new feudalism. And we saw it in COVID where some people had to adhere to certain laws and other people were above those laws. Some people had restrictions to their personal lives. Other people didn't. Some people were deemed by the authorities as being essential and allowed to operate their business, and other people were not deemed essential. It was a top-down control structure, we saw it play out. And, of course, we've seen the ensuing collapse of the world economy, while people like Jeff Bezos – Made out like bandits, doubling their wealth over the same amount of time that tens of thousands of jobs and small businesses were shut down and lost forever. So, well done, fellas, I guess. You know, good job. You did what you wanted to do. You've just destroyed the entire world in your obsessive pursuit of avarice. One thing Alex said there, he talks about, in fact, you won't be able to fly anywhere because these. You know, carbon control systems. And this this really, I think, is the point. This, and this is the thing that's been sticking in my head all day, talking about, like, trying to wake people up and trying to, like, not just make them aware of what's going on but also care about what's going on. It's so obvious at this point that climate change – they could care less about climate change. They could care less about the earth. Like, it's just an excuse for them to enact their control system. It's all it is. People think that like, well, but I care about the earth, so I better go along with it. It's like, stop it. Stop. <laughs> That's
9: what they're exploiting.
7: The, yes, they're they absolutely exploiting you. They're absolutely taking advantage of your good nature to pull one over on you. They're con artists. They're scammers. You're not a bad person for standing up to them. You're a bad person for going along with them. So let's go now to this video by Paul Joseph Watson available at band.video. Talking about the father of Boris Johnson saying the quiet part out loud, clip number 15.
5: I think Stanley Johnson just let slip something he should have kept to himself. During an appearance on GB News, the father of former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said this. So it actually means that countries need to divvy up this carbon budget between them and then they need to divvy up the sectors and then they need to have the measures which deal sector by sector with getting the and if that means actually some of us are told well you can't go on a plane that's fine that's part of the part of the national plan uh, excuse me. And if that means actually some of us are told, well, you can't go on a plane. That's fine. That's part of the part of the national plan. Whoops! Old Stanley just said the quiet part out loud. You can't go on a plane. That's part of the part of the national plan. So it's part of the national plan in preventing climate change and pursuing the net zero agenda. To stop people from being able to fly on aeroplanes, Stanley, you weren't supposed to say that bit. You can't go on a plane. Talk about a mask off moment. Yet another brazen admission about what all the. This is really about. Crushing your standards of living and paving the way for de facto climate lockdowns. Remember, this guy is a poster child for Extinction Rebellion, for Just Stop Oil, the XR rebrand. A billionaire-funded movement of privileged upper-middle-class narcissists who have been causing chaos and mayhem for ordinary working-class people by blocking roads for weeks and chasing social media clout by attacking precious works of art. Oh! Before subjecting us to their posh public hissy fits. Are you more Major banks are already creating carbon footprint calculators which many fear are eventually intended to be rolled into a climate social credit score system which would block payments for things like flights if you've exceeded your carbon allowance for that month. Computer says no. Of course such restrictions won't be applied to multi-millionaire Stanley Johnson and his cronies, the type who use private jets like you'd use a taxi because they can afford to buy carbon credits which allow them to bypass it all. and Then they're all heavily in Invested in the carbon trading mechanism anyway, so it's a win-win for them. Your annual family holiday though Well, we just did a temperature measurement on the tarmac at Heathrow Airport and it says hottest day ever So say goodbye to that Greek vacation you were looking forward to. You can't go on a plane
7: uh, Paul just Watson the video he said the quiet part out loud saying yeah, you're not gonna be able to go on a plane by the way to me, also not the m- most important part of that statement. Before he said that you're not going to be able to go on a plane, he also talked about divvying up the carbon allowances for countries and then dividing them into sectors and allowing different – so again, the- what their plan is, what the globalist plan is, is to reform the entire world, destroy national borders, create economic sectors that are allotted you know, carbon allotments – And control people that way. It it really is just a straight-up 1984 Brave New World-style reconfiguration of the entire world. But, of course, these are globalists after all, and and globalism is their credo. And here I think this is the best image to illustrate the insanity of globalism in total. It's a package of pears grown in Argentina and packed in Thailand – So, I mean, that had to save the company probably five cents to do that, right? You had to save five cents. You had to cross the ocean twice in a ship that puts out more pollution than every car in America combined. So you won't be able to fly to Greece for your vacation, but the pear that you're eating did have to cross the Pacific Ocean twice to save some corporation a couple cents on packaging costs. This is the absurdity that they're shoving down your throat. This is the insanity that they're predicating their takeover of the world on. Utterly absurd. Folks, we're going to go out to your phone calls all throughout the second hour. I see we've got a caller from Europe. We'll go to you quickly so you don't have to stay on the air too much longer. But a lot of great callers calling in. We'll go to you in the third hour of today's program. Remember, go to Infowarsstore.com. Massive sale on right now. It's the uh, mega blowout sale of things selling out so a lot of these products will not last very long one by one they will disappear as they sell out and are no longer available so do not waste any time go now to infowarsstore.com get your vaso beats get your dna force plus get your survival shield your knockout your vitamin d3 your vitamin c plus zinc get it all at infowarsstore.com
8: the biggest sale of 2022 at infowarsstore.com is about to end All our products are marked down at least 40 to 50%. But with promo code 1776, get an additional 10% off and double Patriot points. That's 60% off and 10% off on your next order as well. You cannot beat the deal. Plus, we've got incredible products like Vitamin Mineral Fusion, X3, DNA Force Plus. The list goes on and on. And these products aren't just amazing. They also fund the tip of the spear in the fight against the new world order. So I want to thank you all for your previous support. And I want to encourage you now to take advantage of the best deals of 2022 at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Get up to 60% off and it keeps us on the air and it boosts your immune system and so much more. Take action now.